Welcome to the Host a Pro podcast, where we interview the world's top e-commerce experts and bring you their stories and lessons to help you grow your business. In this episode, I got to sit down with one of the leading experts in content marketing, Andy Crestedina. It was such a neat talk. We covered a lot of topics like how to optimize your content on your site to improve your conversions, how to use brand values in your content strategy, and why Andy has worn red socks every single day since he was 21. Enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome to our fourth episode of Host the Pro, where disruptive influencers talk about e-commerce marketing. Uh, today, we have Andy Crestedino with us. Hey, Andy. Hi, Raquel, and thank you for having me. Pleasure to have you today. Uh, so, Andy, one you know, one amazing fact I saw about uh, you that you actually started off with digital marketing on January two thousand. That's right. Yep. So you waited for the last century to end, and then <laughs> I put in my two weeks' notice for my day job in December of ninety nine, and uh, uh, I was doing quite well at the time. My girlfriend thought I was crazy to quit that job. But I wanted to build websites. I wanted to do digital. I wanted to combine art and science and creative and technical. So uh, I've been doing um, website planning, e-commerce, search optimization, and analytics uh, for 20 years. And I've done uh, content marketing for the last 15 years. OK. And you even wrote a book about it, Content Chemistry. I did write a book about it. That's right. OK. I'm sure we're going to hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so e-commerce. Uh, obviously, we're talking about e-commerce funnels. We're talking about a website which is built to convert, convert, convert. Uh, how does content fit in? <laughs> there are two very powerful ways in which content supports e-commerce. The most important, of course, is to improve conversion rates and to give people sufficient information to take an action. E-commerce is in some ways very special, but in some ways just very typical of all digital marketing or all marketing across, you know, online, offline. People do not take action until they have had their questions answered and their objections addressed, period. We, none of us click to buy or pick up the phone and call or sign up or, you know, none of these things happen until the person has sufficient information. So content marketing, of course, is a critically important piece to give people enough information and confidence and trust and you know, to know if this is right for them or wrong for them. So content marketing supports conversions. So the, with uh, every unanswered question on every website hurts conversions. Yeah. So the, that's why e-commerce platform templates all have the basic information, shipping and price and pictures and all these things, you know, we're all expecting reviews often sometimes, but that's generic. That's not everyone's everyone's uh, cart, everyone's catalog, everyone's you know products are different, and so every audience is different. Therefore, we need content to get the visitor enough confidence to click to add to cart. Um, so that's addressing objections and answering questions. The second, so that's about the mousetrap. The second way in which content supports e-commerce is in the cheese. It's in attracting visitors. It's in search optimization. So. If you have a product that people are not yet sure what the best option is, they're not yet aware of your brand, they're not yet on your website, just publishing answers, just putting out the information that shows X versus Y or what the considerations are or how to make a good choice all day long, all of us. Go look at your browsing history. We're on these sites all the time, right? We're just always asking, looking for information. And the brand that wins the contest of generosity 
by getting all their best ideas and helpful advice out of their brain onto the internet in ways that make the content easy to find, in ways that make that content supportive of sales, wins. It is very important. It's very hard to, to make it to, uh, to uh, affect business outcomes online without content. Yep. So how do you choose the content you're focusing on? For example, I'm a fashion brand. I, I want to you know, help and bring value to my uh, future customers in terms of content. How do I choose the type of content I'm publishing and actually you know, getting the word out there? Well, the first and most important type of content to publish is the stuff that people would ask you if you're if you had a physical store and they came inside. So is this person going to buy? Like what what information do they need? What what would stop them from buying? Why wouldn't they buy this? So the sales questions, content gets conversion focused content, uh, content that answers sales questions. If you don't answer those questions, that person's not likely to buy. So you have to really ask yourself what it's a test of empathy. What is in the mind of this visitor? Why wouldn't they take action here? Where are they on this website? Or even not yet on this website, where are they on the internet? When this question pops into their mind, what is the zero moment of truth? So we have to answer those questions. I'll, I'll just, um, uh, I've got little kids, so I'll think of an example. I was doing this the other day. Like I need to buy a, if you're buying a stroller, is it easy? How small does it fold up? Is it hard to put together? <clears throat> Can one person do it? Is it, uh, you know, how long will this last? Is this going to, does it have a resale value? I don't, I don't need this forever. Just imagine the, the 15 questions that people would ask. And you can use the internet, by the way, to find what people are asking on any topic. Go to answerthepublic.com or SEMrush. Or there's all kinds of content, you know, tools, Spark Toro. There's lots of audience intelligence tools that will help you find what the questions are. So that is the, the basically what I'm saying is the bottom of the funnel content the sales-related content, address objections, answer questions, improve clarity and trust on the PDP, on the product detail page, because yeah. that's the moment when the, when the person is, um, you know, has the strongest intent. Yeah, that's the moment of truth. Within yeah, the, the moment of truth, exactly. Okay. And what would you say, you know, around that funnels, what would be, you know, the common mistakes you see brands are doing uh, when putting out the, that content? It's supposed to, you know, bring clarity to the user. Well, this is a UX uh, consideration. I think there's a lot of templates out there and a lot of designers that are putting content behind tabs. I can't think of a reason to do that. Yeah. We all changed our behavior. We're all very comfortable scrolling. It's not true that people don't scroll. People scroll all the time. If people didn't scroll, what would Instagram be? <laughs> we all scroll. So don't put your stuff, don't put them, yeah. What the designer sometimes says is, oh, I, I put this here in this tab so people can find it if they're interested. No, no, no. What you did is you hit it until they clicked. You don't hide it. So just I think it's far better to make a tall scrolling page yep. that just flows through the psychology of that visitor, even if the add to cart button and the basic specs are at the top. Uh, so that's a common mistake is just answering the questions, but obscuring them behind usability features like accordions and tabs, not a good idea. Yeah. Um, from your experience, what was the most, you know, amazing impact you saw when content was changed on those pages? Well, the the standard answer is still true that shipping information is the number one most. Every study shows this, right? Have you seen a million? Yeah. 
<laughs> so, no, I'm nodding because I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you have a promotion, don't put that just on the home. You know, people put a pop up on their home page, you know, or they have a, a like a hello bar at the top, or like people do all these things. Uh, please put that on your top page on your top products, because that's the moment when the person cares the most about that. Yeah. We all know from experience that you have to go back and look for it or where it was that or did I get a promotion or is it only if I sign up? Just put it right there. Put it on the page right next. Put it near the add to cart. The add to cart button should be surrounded by the most important things because that's where their eyes are going. That's, that's, where, you, that's where you can reinforce uh, the most important and just logistics type of information. Yeah. Um, if you had to give you know one tip uh, for an e-commerce brand that is the scaling, they're starting to grow, they see things are working, uh, but now they really need to boost, you know, they, they're boosting their top of funnel, and now it's about the website. Mm -hmm. What would be, you know, the best tip you can give them? Well, I would have to focus on visuals more than text, because visuals are always higher on the visual hierarchy. It may not be obvious. So we, I've been part of the planning process for like a thousand websites, more, like so many over the years. We'll do 60 a year sometimes. The... Uh, there's a visual hierarchy on every page, whether it, did, whether it was intentional or not. There's a visual hierarchy at every scroll depth of every page. So look at your site with that in mind and ask yourself if the most important messages from the visitor's perspective are also the most prominent messages at that scroll depth. The visual hierarchy should align with messaging priority. That should be obvious. I don't think it's obvious, it's so it's critically important. So let's focus on visuals because those are always at the top of the visual hierarchy. The, the perfect visual for e-commerce is going to be one that shows the product in use, shows the benefits. It's the action shot, the in-situ photography that makes it real. Yeah. So if you take a picture of a thing, you know, and like the person sees it, they don't get the context. It's not in use. So it's not a hero shot unless it's in action. Otherwise, it's just a picture. Yeah. What other tools do you think would, you know, make the difference? Because, you know, everyone is kind of, let's say, everyone is, are using the same templates. Everyone are using the same kind of structure if they know better or, or less. Uh, what would, you know, do this extra mile of impact on, on CRO, on, you know, on websites? Mm -hmm. Well, there is uh, a lot of e-commerce product detail page templates have a space for specifications or like bullets uh, that we need to really talk to our audience before we know what should be included and in what order to include those. There are, uh, so go to analytics, look at the top pages, filter for products. You'll find your top 10 products have 10 times the traffic as everything else, sure. right? Maybe, maybe a hundred times the traffic of everything else. So we're going to start by we're focused, prioritizing those pages. We're going to work very hard on those pages. Look at that page. Does it have bullet lists at the top? If so, that's nice. Bullets are good. They're scannable. But do the bullets, are they in the right order? And do they include everything necessary for that visitor to, to believe you, right, to want this? So go talk to some people and ask them what they cared about. For example, uh, people who know me, it's silly. I've worn red socks every day since I was 21 years old. I just chose one day to, to wear red socks. You will need to show that to us at the end. I'll show you. Ready? Yeah. Red socks. Okay. Those are red socks. I'm also an environmentalist. Okay, so I'm going to buy sustainable red socks. 
I'm an, I'm an e-commerce buyer, right? This is like a fashion decision. I'm in a micro niche, right? <laughs> so how am I going to find, what, what do I care about? Socks. Okay. Those are red socks. They look like normal socks, but I don't just want to buy any red socks. Some things are like totally just, you know, depleting the water from the places the cotton is grown, whatever. It's actually in Tel Aviv. This company makes socks out of bamboo. Yeah. They're super soft. Yeah. I am that visitor. I am that buyer. I may not be the typical buyer, but when sustainability is one of those bullets and I can see it there, I click, I buy, I want that. I'm buying 20 pairs of socks at a time. <laughs> so, like, once a year, I buy tons of socks. So I bought those socks from Tel Aviv because that was part of their message. If they had excluded that or if they didn't make it prominent enough for me to see, I wouldn't have bought them. I would have kept looking. So that's, it, that's a question of visual hierarchy, in this case, the order of bullets, aligning with messaging priority. Sustainability is part of the value proposition, therefore make that prominent. These are sustainably made from bamboo. I don't know how they do it. Some of you guys <laughs> are making socks out of bamboo and they're awesome, highly recommended. Yeah, I'll check that out. <laughs> it's near me, so I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone behind you is making yeah, fantastic yeah. socks. I'm grateful to them and I am, uh, I'm an advocate now. Why did that happen? It's, it's because they, they aligned you know, their, their content with my top concerns. Yeah. Add to cart, purchase, check out, repeat. You know, I'm going to buy them from there every time. Amazing. So yeah. what you're actually saying to me, if I understood right, be a salesperson. Yes. Sell, please. <laughs> Definitely. Do sell. Don't be a content person. Be a salesperson first and then put it into, put it into content. Yes, this is, this is conversion-focused content, which we need to prioritize. After you've optimized all of your top pages for conversions and you've run out of wins, right? You've already captured all that. You've eaten all the low-hanging fruit. Then move upwards through the funnel toward the search-friendly content, toward other content, toward content for visitors that have lower intent. If you're going to improve an e-commerce site, start at the very bottom, the cart. Then move up to the to the, the well the checkout. Then move up to the cart. Any problems with the cart? Fix the friction. Then move up to the product detail page. Then move up to the product category page. This is the order in which we should all be working on our marketing because there are already visitors on your cart right now, right? Don't go write a search optimized guide about picking socks until you fix the problems in your cart, right? So work backwards, upwards through the funnel, and that's why I emphasize the importance of conversion focused content on the product detail pages. Okay, amazing. I hear some brand managers, you know, moving around their chairs right now, but uh, <laughs> I definitely agree. <laughs> it's not about us. I mean, I, I have a brand I love. I mean, branding is powerful positioning, right? The fact that that company decided to be, you know, position themselves as sustainable, that's, that was important to me. So there are branding elements, of course. But in the end, what does this person care about? It's, our job is to help them. Like I said, content marketing is a test of generosity. We're trying to give away the most helpful, useful advice to that person in that moment based on their needs. Yeah. All the members in your audience have an information need. Our job is to meet their expectations, satisfy for those information needs, solve for X. If you don't do that, you're just going to, it won't be obvious why, but you're going to see higher bounce rates and lower, lower conversion rates. Yeah. And the best brands are focused on what their customer needs, actually. Obsessed. <laughs> Obsessed. I agree. <laughs> okay, Andy, thank you so much. It was a real pleasure and super valuable for our audience for sure. Um, I hope to see you in Chicago next time we meet. 
<laughs> this was a wonderful conversation. If I ever decide, if I go to Tel Aviv to pick up some socks, I'll uh, I'll look you up. <laughs> Please do. I'll wait with those red socks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you so much for this. This was a wonderful uh, part of my day. Same here, Andy. Thank you. Tadaba. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Host the Pro podcast. If you have any questions for our speakers or would like to learn more about Maple and our network of experts, please visit our website at maple.com, M-A-Y-P-L-E.com. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast and share this episode with your community. See you next time.